Boker Tov, we start the 17th essay in the Sefer Das Asfiros. And we're going to deal, deal with the 10th and final Sphira, the Sphira of Malchus, which is royalty. Now, the author divides, uh, has two chapters. It's the only Sphira that he has two chapters dedicated to it. So this will probably run us well into next uh, week. Uh, so he, this is like this section A, so to speak, about Malchus. Okay, so first of all, if you remember when we had this chart, the sphere of Malchus is its own reality, and it has its own parts of, has its own face, which is called the Nukva, uh, literally the whole, uh, or female, or the receptacle, okay? And what makes Sphere of Malchus so unique is that that is the, finishes the entire arrangement of the Spheros and it's the final destination, so to speak. So the Ramban in Sefer Bamidbor, and guess what, on this week's Parsha, mm -hmm. so we have things about this Parsha, about the Tzitzis. Mm -hmm. And the Tzitzis have a Psil Techeles, mm -hmm. have a bluish thread, he says, that's a hint to the Mida of Malchus. Why is it a hint? Because the word Techeles sounds almost like the word Tachlis, same letters, just with a Yud. And Tachlis means the goal, the end result. Okay? And that's what Malchus is. Malchus is the Tachlis. That's what it's all about. If we don't hit the Malchus, then we've missed the whole target. And all the flow of energy is going in that direction. And uh, from chesed through everything, all the way, it's all there looking to the end goal, which is the malchus. And therefore it's the tachlis, and that's how the blue thread ultimately does the same thing. Because remember, the Gemara asks, why is one of the threads blue? And the answer is because the color of, of the blue that came from the chalazon fish. Remember, to get the blue dye, you had to go to the ocean. So you catch the chalazon fish. It has this bluish color. That's the ocean has the blue color. The sky makes you think of the sky. And that makes you think of the throne of glory that's above, so to speak. And really, that is the throne of glory, that's the malchus. So... Therefore, the point being that the Mitzvot although we've got other strings that we have, yet we wind around to focus that all, whatever the other strings represent, the mitzvos. remember tzitzis represents all the mitzvos, but that blue dye represents, but it all has to have a purpose. We're just not doing mitzvahs to do mitzvahs, just to follow rules. Every, everything we do in our entire lives has to have a tachlis, has to have a goal. And if there's no goal in what you're doing, then what are you doing? And you could be doing wonderful things. But there's a goal for all this, which we will describe shortly. But that's another thing, what you should think about when you're putting on scissors. Unfortunately, we don't have the tachlis, but that's definitely something we have to consider in that area. And... Uh, 
And that meat of Malchus is understood, obviously, in two ways, from Hashem's perspective and from our perspective. And whatever Hashem brings into this world, it's for the purpose of the end goal of the Malchus of the kingdom. And all the avoda that we do is for the purpose of the Malchus and to bring up satisfaction to the king, as it were. And therefore, really, this attribute of Malchus is like a center focal point in the higher realms and in the lower realms. Okay, good. Now we have to get into what is this meat of Malchus? What is the essence of Malchus? So the Indian of Malchus is that the entire creation was created for the kavod of Hashem, for the honor of Hashem. And remember what we define kavod as. Kavod is when you do something, when I want to give you kavod. How do I give you kavod? I have to do something. So if, let's say, we had another person in this room who was a very, very big tzaddik. Okay, and I'd want to show you all that he's a big tzaddik. I would behave to him in a, with him in a special way that I wouldn't behave with all the rest of you, even though I respect all of you, but a big, big tzaddik would get... I'd say, okay, you give the class, yeah. right? So kavod means giving someone, um, to, uh, ex- uh, acknowledging a, um, a, a, a talent or a, a higher lofty being by doing something to demonstrate that. So people will now know that he is someone who deserves respect. And therefore... As it says in Yeshayo, Kol Hanikra Bishmi Ulichvodi Borosiv Yetzartiv Afasisiv. Everything that is called in my name and in my honor, I created it, I fashioned it, I did it. Which means to say, everything in creation serves as a tool to reveal the kingdom of Hashem in this world. And that's the goal of the entire creation and the service of human beings down here is to recognize and reveal the kingdom of Hashem. How? Through our engagement in Torah and mitzvahs that we do and our behavior in general. That's what the purpose of this all, and that is the Malchus. There is a king to this world, and our behavior must show that. So therefore, the previous nine spheros that are talking about our, our understanding, our mind, our body, everything, everything we ultimately do, at the end of the day, what has to be clearly demonstrated is that this is there is a king in this world. That's the Malchus. And, uh, and therefore, when Hashem makes things in the world, if you look carefully, Hashem designed it in a way to be able to bring out the Malchus. How is that? Well, that's why we had Shabbos. When Hashem created the entire world, He says, it's a great world, but someone could still be an atheist. It's an amazing world. Hashem made a world tailor-made to give us the greatest pleasure in the world to be able to cling and bond to Hashem. It's all there. But if you don't have Shabbos, then you don't have anything. Because you could take all that and put it somewhere else. That's why Shabbos is so important. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. It is Malchus. So if it's all about everything you digested in those six days, whatever you did, and you're very busy, and there's a great Yetzirah and all kinds of things, 
Shabbos is turn off everything and say, reflect back on the week and everything we did was for the Melech and it should be acknowledged. And clearly, when we stop working with a whole separate routine, then clearly the Malchus is revealed in that way. And, uh, and as well, we're, and we're supposed to reveal it. So Hashem created the world in a way to reveal his Malchus, specifically by giving us the Shabbos, because that's what it says in the Medrash. What was the world missing? After six days, it was missing Shabbos. I mean, you don't do anything on Shabbos, that's fine. But, the, but Shabbos is a time where it can be recognized that Hashem is the creator of the world. Now, it's up to you mankind to keep the Shabbos and to be able to have the Malchus be recognized. Now, you don't want to wait till Shabbos. You want to do it every day of the week. You want to feel that Shabbos feeling every day of the week. But at least on Shabbos, that should come out. And there's an allegory to this. Let's say a person has all kinds of talents and strengths. He has a, he's very kind-hearted. He has a lot of seichel. Okay? But he hasn't given, been given the opportunity to display it. Okay? He's just a regular guy. And he can't show it in a big way. But once he's appointed the king, and he's now put in control of many things, so all those dormant talents can be revealed in their greatest strength. The guy's a kind-hearted guy, but he only knows a few people. Now make him king, and now he's got power, and now he could show that kindness to the whole world. So therefore, what are we trying to do? We're trying to show that God is the source of all kindness. God is the source of all control. God is the source of all mercy. God is the source of all victory. God is the source of humility. God is the perfect being. But we got to bring it out. We got to bring it out. How do we bring it out? By us emulating such a creator. When a human being is, be able, is able to put aside his natural tendencies and behave in a divine fashion because of the divine soul that Hashem has inputted into him, the world now knows that there is a creator in this world and there is a king that's running this world. And that's the idea of Malchus. And therefore, if you, the only way we can know that there is Hashem in this world is when the Malchus comes out. And therefore, our job every day, 24-7, is to coronate the king. Okay? And what do we do? Pretend you're one of the knights in King Arthur's court. So instead of King Arthur, you're a knight in God's court. And therefore, what do you know about a knight in King Arthur's court to be a knight in King Arthur's court? Lahavdil, you have to prepare to die. If, if someone wants to kill the king, you throw yourself in front and you get killed. So the kingdom preserves. So that's the idea. So every day we have to coronate the king. Well, obviously, we just did it uh, very clearly when we said Shema. And we'll do it tonight when we say Shema. That's the reason for the, one of the reasons of Shema is to coronate the king and get up and say what Shema Yisrael Shemel Kedashem what it really means. The fact that you're saying that, that's wonderful. But then you got to do that the whole day. And people have to be able to see. So therefore, you could be doing 
mitzvahs all day long. You could be learning Torah all day long. But if you don't, if people do not perceive that you are serving a king as you are doing this, so then we're missing the whole goal. But that's not up to you. The perceiving is up to the it's observer. The, no, but it, no. how are they going to observe it? By the way I do but it. But I see you studying. No, no, no. By the way I do it. Yeah. By, by the way I live every day. If I study Torah but I don't, I'm not kind to people. Oh, no. Then they don't I'm see that. But he's learning a lot of Torah. Yeah. Or if my kindness no, no. is in a way that uh, makes a person feel bad. A person ha- that person has to, an outside observer, by watching your actions, knows clearly this person is serving a higher creator. Okay? So I'll give you a very good example. This is the example that we had a guest speaker once. I can't remember. He spoke on Shabbos. Just failing to remember. I think it was... I don't remember who it was. Uh, but anyway, he's a good speaker. He's a motivational speaker. And uh, Bill Gates had a big uh, convention, whatever, for Microsoft, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they wanted him to speak. I can't remember who the guy is. I just can't remember. Anyway, and he's, uh, he said, fine, not a problem. Uh, what, what's the date? Shabbos. Shabbos. He said, sorry, I can't do it. But they really wanted him. So they go to Bill Gates and they say, he doesn't want to do yourselves. So he said, come to name his price. <laughs> Whatever he wants. $100,000. $200,000. Everybody's got a price. And the guy didn't take it. And even, if I'm not mistaken, he said that even he met Bill Gates. And, and I, something to the fact that that Gates recognized that that man was richer than him. Okay? Now, when the guy says, I can't do it because the Almighty Lord tells me to rest on the Sabbath, well, one thing's for sure, he is serving his God. And, you know, when you do it in a menschlich way and you don't come across as arrogant and all those other things, right? So now a person looks at you and says, wow, there's a God in this world. But a person can take all those wonderful qualities, as we said, by uh, Yisod, and put it in the wrong place. All those things, but they all come back to show how great I am. Mm-hmm. I am the greatest person around. I am the kindest. I am the this. Uh, what about God? Yeah, 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 I believe in God too. <laughs> but wait, are you, but are you coronating the king? That's the challenge. And if you're not coronating the king... Uh, you've, the, the goal has been missed. That's the point. The goal has been missed. And really, we'll see in a minute, and every attribute that you displayed, there's a flaw in it. There has to be a flaw in it. Because if it's not, it was not a royal way of doing kindness. You were missing royalty in it. And that becomes the main part of that. Okay, so that's the general idea. So we're going to discuss how you have to do all that and, and how, how that comes across. But certainly that's something in the mind. Uh, the question is how often when I do a mitzvah and I'm realizing I'm giving kavod Right? 
And how am I get, How are people recognizing through what I'm doing that there's a God in this world? And if, I, if I'm doing a chesed to somebody, how am I doing the chesed? Are you doing the chesed the way God would do the chesed? And you're doing it and acknowledging because you were given a divine soul and that's how you're able to do it? Then you are showing that there is a king and you are serving the king. And that, that's an important point. People have to realize. And this, this unfortunately, is the big challenge as we're coming to the end of time where the world is really not acknowledging that God is the king. And even, let's say, you have many, uh, quote-unquote, religious people, Muslims and Christians and this and that. But the question is, do you really feel that they are coronating their God? Or are they doing all kinds of things? Well, yeah, I'm Christian, but I'm not practicing. Mm -hmm. Well, how are you coronating your God? And if anything, people are, are, are striking God out of everything. Striking God out of everything. And therefore, we have to make sure to highlight Hashem as much as we can, especially now. There's a lot of very religious Muslims who want to kill Jews. <laughs> right, so that that is not a That's not the way to serve Hashem, obviously. <laughs> when people see people being blown up by Muslims, I don't think they believe that's a divine type of behavior. They they use that as they a, may use it as excuse. Yeah. Okay, remember the Muslims have really no point at all unless they have someone to hate. Right, let's have someone to hate and to show their power. It was it was never about God. I mean, Muhammad was not a very religious fellow. It was a tool used to bring him to power. Self-claimed prophet of God, approved by Muhammad only. And if you don't agree with Muhammad, he'll kill you. Well, that's not how God's leaders come across. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't kill people to assume his authority. He made God, he had God do all the work. And God will get all the credit. And now we understand these are people of God. Okay? And that's why we are a mamleches kohanim, a kingdom of priests. Where every behavior we do has to be focused on, am I coronating God? And that is also not just in public, but in private. Yeah. Are you coronating the king? So it's not merely a question of doing all 613 mitzvahs. You could do all 613 mitzvahs, but if the focus is not to coronate Hashem, uh, not that you're not going, not that you're going to get punished, but you're not going to get the goal will not be met, and therefore it's it's like what a waste, what a waste that the the goal the goal wasn't met, you know, lahavdol. You're trying to build, uh, trying to build a hockey arena, okay? And you got all this metal and brick and mortar and everything. And you're gonna build an amazing structure, but they uh, they they didn't buy any ice. No water. No ice. And they said. Wow, this this be and they put up baskets instead. So we could play basketball here. Yeah, but you're supposed to build a hockey rink. But look at the beautiful basketball court. Yeah, but we need a hockey rink. 
So all that work, all that effort, you just, we only made one mistake. We designed it as a, as a basketball court and not a hockey rink. Yeah, but they want to play hockey. So God has his world and he wants us to serve Hashem. Well, if you don't do things to make it clear there's Hashem in this world, then we can do a lot of things, but it's not connecting to Hashem. So let's say, so, and, and, and this is the critical point of are we just being kind because we feel good being kind and is it you know for myself uh, gratification or is it to glorify the king and the difference is you'll do kindness even though you don't get a lot of gishmak out of doing it you're not getting much credit for it but Hashem is the one who's getting the credit that's the critical point of that so it's very much your mindset but it will affect how you do it it will affect how you do it for sure now now as he always author he'll, he picks up a lot of topics that all relate to this idea so when you hear the words they connect with each other so one of them that Malchus is called the Kala the bride and Shabbos Kodesh is called the Kala as Gemara says Rabbi Yanai would go out to greet the Shabbos and he would say, let us go out and greet the bride. And as we say, on Kabbalah Shabbos, l'chododili kras kala. Kala expresses the idea, kala comes from the word kol, everything. So, what do we know about a kala? A kala has to, everything has to be perfect. Everything, especially if you're a Sephardi, the way they dress them up at a henna, and all these things, it's like she's like a princess. And everything has to be perfect. You, you, can't, you can't have something, you know, she's, it's got all this fancy clothing, but it's wearing a t-shirt. No, 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 it, it's gotta be, everything's gotta be there. And that's what the kingship has. Kingship has everything. If you're missing, if you're missing any one of the spheros, that's not kingship. Whatever, a king, king has to have certain disposition. If you're missing any part of that, that's not a king, or it's not a good king, okay? So therefore, when you see that all the, everything comes out now, it all comes out chesed of, of God's chesed, royal chesed, royal vura, all that, it all comes out, and the kala has everything. And remember, the whole reason we're going to the wedding is because of the kala. Now imagine, again, you have this amazing catered event right and everything's ready this is one thing the collar doesn't show up the collar doesn't show up so what let's have the party anyway no, no, the, the, the reason why we're enjoying the food the reason we're enjoying the music the reason why we're enjoying the flowers is because there's a collar here if the collar is not here what's the point of enjoying anything Many, many years ago, I don't remember, there was a family, um, Spiro, and uh, they married into another family, I can't remember the name, and this girl was getting married in Eretz Yisrael, and she's having uh, coffee with her father, I can't remember his name, and uh, like two days before the wedding, terrorists came, blew them both up. So you think they canceled the wedding? Or they said, let's have the wedding anyway. 
Well, we can't have a wedding without a kala. So, and therefore, same thing Shabbos. Shabbos is like a wedding. And therefore, we have all the good food, we have mamish, everything. Yeah, but if the kala is not invited, <laughs> how about you don't invite the kala to our own wedding? We're not, we're not, how we do Kabbalah Shabbos. We say, come on, we're inviting you, we're waiting for you. Every, the food, every, everything's waiting for Shabbos to come. Right. So that, that, that's critical. And therefore, again, the, the statement in Tira Yamim, where Dabra Melch reflects the spheros. Lecha Hashem, Tio Hashem, Hagidul, Vagivur, Vatiferes, Vanetzach, Vahod. Kichol Vashvayim, Varech. Then we say, Lecha Hashem, Hamamloch. To you, Hashem is the royalty. And you're elevated over all heads. Why does it have to say lecha a second time? It says lecha to you. Lecha Hashem to you is the gedula, the vura, the fierce. That's, that's to you. And then we say again, lecha Hashem amam lecha. We already said lecha. Just say lecha Hashem gedula, the vura, the fierce. We call Hashem for and then you say. Uh, why do you have to say again interesting concept saying a second time before the Mita of Malchus to teach us that Malchus is not its own independent Mita but it's a perfection of all the other Mitos when they're brought into their reality when it brings us to the point of and you're above everything else and therefore when he rules the world in every aspect that's possible, he's over them. And Rav Shimshim Pinkus, he says that Mamlocha isn't only its own Mida, but it perfects every other one. So it's like it says, Lecha Hashem Hagedullah, and then there's the Hamamlocha Shel Hagedullah. Then there's the Malchus of Gedullah, Lecha Hashem Hagevurah, and then there's the Mamlocha of Gevurah. So the meat of Malchus brings out what the perfect chesed. You could be doing chesed, you know, it's all wonderful. But, it's, but at the end of the day, do we know that there's God in this world? If we don't know there's God in this world, it's a chesed, but not a chesed of Malchus. And chesed alone isn't that valuable. It's a chesed of Malchus. Where, where you could people look at you as part of royalty in the way that you are performing this chesed. And you'll see it's going to be different. And the most important part is when they say, uh, can imagine uh, you're uh, one of the wealthiest people in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you attribute your success to? So what do you think if you asked Bill Gates? What would he say? I don't know. I, I always know how to read trends. Well, really, his great, great claim favor is he, he stole the whole thing, someone else's idea, and took credit for it. That's really what it is, but I don't know if he, I don't know if he could say that. Imagine if Bill Gates said, you know, I attributed it all to the Almighty who gave me the brains to understand that without him I wouldn't have anything. Do you know what kind of impact that would have on the world? If a guy even said that, and he meant it, he meant it, and therefore, you know, I don't do business with people who are crooks, and therefore I don't operate with contracts. My word is my bond, like all the kind of stuff that make a big difference in the world, right? But if that's not so, but don't don't think just because you're an Orthodox Jew and you do all the mitzvahs, 
doesn't guarantee at all that you coronate Hashem. Because if you don't have good midos, then people say, oh, is this what Orthodox Jews do? Well, that's not good. They have to know. So a guy like uh, Moshe Reichman, uh, you should read the biography on him, that he was Mamish Malchus. He, he comported himself in such a way and it was all about Hashem. It was all about tzedakah. He was the one who really brought tzedakah to the next level where rich people had to give not just 10%, but tons of money. Tons of money. And he pushed other people to do that. And you, you, you realize you were with, in Malchus. Okay. Uh, another idea with Malchus comes with this is the idea of din, judgment. Okay? Because since it is the tool to receive all the flow, we know what is, what is judgment? What is gvura? It's constriction. It's, uh, what's the better word I want? Uh, uh, opposite of expansion is contraction. It's contraction. And the Rizal says, because since the meat of Malchus is at the end of the line, so there's all this flow so we got to contract it a little bit so uh, it gets to the point of what, of what we're looking for. We can't overwhelm the recipients over here. So, and since at the end of the line, so the forces of evil can get involved and say, well, uh, this really should be happening, whatever. So that's why we have to be very focused. You know, it's, it's only Hashem. So, although everything is expansive, but you got to narrow it down here. It's, it's, you know, person wins the Academy Awards, they list 25 people that they think. No, no, when you finish, the focus is down to Hashem. Okay? And, and, and when there is Malchus, if you don't do it right, there's judgment. Okay? Uh, you did the behavior, God says, well, how much Malchus came out of it? What if you did it for your own self-aggrandizement? Maybe you're rebelling against the kink. <laughs> so you got to be awfully careful. The malchus is where a lot of judgment takes place. Because what's the worst thing you could do is to rebel against the king. So imagine, imagine like this. The king makes you finance minister. Okay? And you decide to allocate X amount of money to an orphanage. So they go to the finance minister. Thank you so much for giving us the money. Oh, it's nothing. I, I really think it's important that you should get it and this and that. And then the king finds out, wait a minute. I'm the one who told him to give it to that place. Okay. It's the money that I have. He calls him in, he chops his head off. <laughs> what do you mean? I did exactly what you said. I know you did. And you want people to think you're the king also. That ain't gonna be... So that's, that's when the judgment comes because the judgment... You know, until you get to the final result, we don't know how it's going to turn out. So now when we're coming to the Malchus stage, now that's where the judgment really has to take place. Because at the end of the day, after everything is all said and done, the owner of the company says, did we turn a profit or not? Mm -hmm. You could see um, at, at Fox News, this person who was in charge, director or whatever, for 10 years, and he put one little, you know, when they have, uh, on, you watch on the news, they put a little byline. Yeah. So, so they had two nights, a few nights ago, they had a, two, a split screen of Trump and Biden. Uh -huh. And they read about him, B 
Biden wanna be tyrant, or another word for tyrant. What do you call it? I don't know. A wanna be tyrant. Well, I'll say tyrant. Yeah. Because you know, because you got because he's the one. Biden's the one that's told the the government to go after Trump, right? And he, well, he's the real crook. So wanna be tyrant. <laughs> Who that hit social media? The owner, the person in charge of Fox News, called the guy in, fired. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fired, complete retraction. Yeah. That was fr- pretty clever. He really is a wannabe tyrant. That's exactly what he is. But you can't say that in this woke world. This is not what Fox News wants to project ourselves as. But I did a great job. It was so good. Everything else, I understand, but that's not our goal here right now. Maybe it was one day, but one day it was, but now it isn't. And you're fired. Ooh, look at all that judgment. Why? Because of that. All right, so that's the same thing. So we got to be careful that the end result, at the final recipient, right? You're you're bringing in energy, bringing in energy. Okay, so where, where, what do we see at the end of the day? Do we see God's kingdom or something else? And when it's something else, that's when all kinds of judgment happens, which will lead us next week, the idea of the Shekhinah. How that fits into all of that. All right. Very good. Have a great... Oh,